Nebraska Public Media Sports brings you live coverage of the girls and boys NSAA High School Soccer Championships from Morrison Stadium at Creighton University. Monday, May 13th, see Class B girls at 8.30 p.m. Central and Class A girls at 8 p.m. Central on Nebraska Public Media. You're listening to Hurt at Sports Radio. Things you wanted us to get to from the weekend, but we didn't. Clean up on aisle six. It's the sports cleanup. Wrapping up this show on a Monday here on Hurt at Sports Radio, live from the Hurt at Sports Bar and Grill H&H Chevrolet stage. We are... Here, getting ready for the sports cleanup for War Horse Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. They are the best place in Nebraska to place your sports bets. You can do it at the casino in Lincoln or at Horseman Park here in Omaha. Make sure you check out the War Horse uh, Sportsbook because the app, so you can build your bet and that builder get that uh, all those lines figured out. Figure Can't out bet what on you uh, Nebraska do. Iowa this week though, but it is a home game. Are, a are home you guys game. going there after the show? Nebraska Iowa? No, to the War Horse. Uh, after the show, no. Um, no, no, not on a not on a Monday. I don't have anything to bet on today. Well, there's plenty to bet. I on mean, today. I don't have anything. <laughs> Andrew can always find something to bet on. I I usually wait for hey, the weekend. I'm still in the dumps over my uh, my bad beat yeah. from this weekend. And you know what's funny? I went three out of four on two and five out of six on one. So um, I had a a trio of bad beats, and it's just because you know. Uh, the cards just didn't fall in my favor. In my pick'em league, I got a little lucky this week. Uh, I went four and one in the NFL. Not bad. But one of them was a. <laughs> I, I didn't feel great about um, the Minnesota covering plus two and a half, and mm-hmm. they ended up losing that game. Listen, it's a cover, right? But I don't necessarily feel feel great about it. And then there was one more. It was a short cover like that on the plus points too, and I don't remember what it was. But the only game I lost this week was I thought. Uh, I thought the Lions would win by seven. I had Lions minus seven and a half. They don't win them by five. But, uh, yeah, I've I've been doing pretty good on my NFL picks lately. So, um, college was my claim to fame. I had Maryland plus 19 against Michigan, which was, like, one of the easiest hits of my life. Yeah. Um, Arizona minus one against Utah, also one of the easiest hits of my life. But uh, I was not paying enough attention to the weather conditions in Oregon, mm. Oregon State, Washington. See, I had Washington game. plus one. Uh, and I had, I actually took Oregon State minus one and a half. It oh, okay. juiced it up yeah. for me to plus odds. I think it was plus 100 mm-hmm. by, by juicing it just that half point. And, um, yeah, it was, it was all it, I, I wanted it to be uh, from a stats point of view. Yeah. I mean, I think the game played 17 out. 17-1 ATS over the last yeah. three years at home. Well, I think the game played out in a way that, Oregon State wanted to like that's a game Oregon State can win because the they put they win on the ground yeah they they win kind of that uh, more physical slug it out and honestly I think it's really impressive for Washington to win a game like that now they've won a game against Oregon that could be a little bit more physical mm-hmm. they've won a game against Oregon State that can be a little bit more physical I think that's actually a good sign for Washington and their college football playoff hopes which unfortunately for Florida State were Was- Washington's playoff hopes were boosted as even though Florida State won, they had that horrific injury mm-hmm. to Jordan Travis, their quarterback, who I think was probably on the outside looking in uh, in terms of Heisman finalists, but he had been in that group a lot of the season. But if you haven't seen it, please don't look it up. It is a 
It's gruesome. It is a gruesome lower leg break um, on a scramble. Just got his foot stuck in the ground, and some guy hit his lower leg, and it, it was really, really bad. I couldn't believe they showed it as long as they did. Right. on the Because I don't think the cameraman or, or the producer understood what they were looking at. Um, but the bottom of his leg was pointing the wrong direction. It was horrifying. Um, Florida State still ends up winning against North Alabama, but as they go into Florida this week, and then likely Louisville, I believe it is Louisville, uh-huh. for the ACC championship, even if they go undefeated, this is where it's going to get really interesting, is if – Florida State and Washington both go undefeated. A, Washington has the far better strength of schedule. They've got the better wins on the season. I don't think there's a question about that. But also, I think if you're the committee, you have to look at it and say, this is not the same Florida State team with Tate Rodemaker as their quarterback as it is with Jordan Mm -hmm. Travis as their quarterback. Even if, if Rodemaker plays admirably and plays well, Jordan Travis is one of the most dynamic players in the country. right? There's a reason he's in that kind of fifth ish spot for the Heisman. Tate Rodemaker isn't that guy, certainly not yet, right? Maybe he ends up being a really nice quarterback at Florida State, but the fact that Florida State is missing their best player, even if both teams go undefeated, I think you have to jump Washington over them. And I I agree, Uh, especially because Washington got the big win against the ranked opponent. And and then they'd have another big win Mm -hmm. in the Pac-12 title game. Right, and I I wouldn't just say, too, that it's because, you know, Florida State lost their quarterback, but – the the thing to remember is both teams are undefeated. Right, so yeah. they're interchangeable at that four really. spot. And, and like I said, Washington does have the better strength. And schedule. if you go with recency, um, like recency bias, it would be Washington in that spot anyway. And there's also a reason, too, that when you see – the college football on Twitter or, or like the college football playoff um, profile on Twitter – point out hey who's going to be in the rankings this week that one two and three are solidified and four is a question Mm -hmm. mark yeah four wouldn't be a question mark if people felt confident that Florida State still had that locked up so Washington will make that leap this week I'm fairly confident to say that I'd actually put money on that if I could Mm -hmm. Um, Florida State will drop to five Oregon State or or Oregon Oregon State Oregon will geez I almost said it again (laughs) Oregon will stay at six Mm -hmm. but if Oregon beats Oregon State this week I would, I could see a world mm-hmm. where they actually jump to five and Florida mm-hmm. State drops to six, even with the win against Florida. Yeah, so I think it's really going to depend on how they look against Florida, right? Not that Florida is a world beater by any means, but if Florida State really takes care of business against Florida, it may give the committee some confidence to say, hey, they really haven't taken that much of a step back. This is still one of the better teams in the country. What I anticipate is... Even if they beat Florida, I don't think they're going to look the same. And that's, I mean, that's not a hot take. Jordan Travis is really good and a huge part of their offense. And look, he, Florida played well last week against Mizzou. They really did. They, they, I mean, they had that. They had the lead late, and Mizzou, they should have won. Yeah, Mizzou, Mizzou had that. should not have in a, in a million years yeah. converted a fourth and seventeen. Yeah, and and they had that last minute field goal to to win the game. But yeah, Florida very likely should have won that game against a a, a pretty good Missouri team this year. So I, I don't think that's going to be a, a gimme for Florida State by any means, especially with a backup quarterback but I think they're going to have to really really impress in the Florida game and the ACC championship if they have any hope because even with Jordan Travis with the schedule that they had going out versus the schedule that Washington had going out I still think you could have made an argument for Washington being the better team and having the better resume of the two profiles you, you put into the consideration which because this is human committee rather than polls or computer model, they do take injuries into consideration, 
Like they, I, and you have to. Like if that's, it's probably not a decider, but it probably is a tiebreaker, right? If you're looking at Washington and Florida State, and you're saying, "Hey, I think they're about even," but you're like, "Oh, they've Washington has Michael Penix, Jordan Travis is gone for Florida State." Much of their resume was built on Jordan Travis, right? So you have to take that into consideration the same way the NCAA basketball committee does when they're seeding teams that are dealing with injuries. So that, to me, is going to be the most interesting thing to play out. Now, there is a hilarious nightmare scenario for the committee <laughs> where Washington loses to Oregon mm-hmm. in, the, um, in, the, in the Pac-12 title game. Um, you have Alabama beating Georgia in the SEC title game. You have Florida State going undefeated and having a having no Jordan they would Travis. Beat, they would beat Louisville, and Louisville's a top ten team. Yes, but they would still have no Jordan Travis. Right. So they maybe are up at like three at that point if these other teams lose. And but they're still probably not one of the four best teams in the country. There is a nightmare, and then you've still got Texas if they win out right. as a one loss Texas team with then a win over an Alabama team that just beat Georgia. Like you're in a really there's a there is a couple games that could go a certain way and put the committee in a terrible spot, but it would also be the best advertisement for next year for a 12-team playoff. It absolutely would, and you know I think about this too uh, because you have teams that are that bottom knocking on the door, and you can even you know say if if Michigan or Ohio State whoever loses that game. Um, they could be yeah, I didn't even, even in conversation I didn't even bring up Michigan of being Ohio a borderline State. team yeah. if all of those scenarios take place. Now, there's a better chance that those two teams will rest in the college football playoff because they're both in the playoff right now, mm-hmm. and it would shock me if, say – Ohio State loses to Michigan and Ohio State gets dropped out. It would shock me even if Michigan loses to Ohio See, State. See, I, I think and gets with Michigan, out. I think they would drop Michigan out if they lose because of all the stuff. Maybe. I think they would use that as an opportunity to say, hey, obviously you're not the same program without Jim Harbaugh as your coach. And I get that he would be back for a playoff, but I think they maybe would use it as an opportunity to penalize them and be like, hey, we don't like how you mm-hmm. did these things. And now we have an excuse to drop you out. And, and, and that may that could be the case. But uh, if all of those things happened, mm-hmm. Georgia to me is still automatically in. They are a lock. Mm-hmm. They are the one. There's no way they drop past four. Right? I think that's right. Same thing with Ohio State being the two. I don't think there's a world where they drop past four. Now, Michigan, yes, I, I, I could agree that there is a, there is a world where they drop yeah. to five. Florida State, there's a world where they drop out. Washington, Oregon, down the, down the line, there's teams that drop out. Mm-hmm. But I think we have two teams in there that are solidified college football playoff contenders. Yeah, and it's going to be interesting because, I mean, we haven't even talked about Louisville, who's 10-1. and one. If they beat Florida State, that's a long way to climb. But all of a sudden, you've got an ACC champion mm-hmm. in Louisville who's 10-1, and one, and you're like, uh, now I don't think they can get in, right? But let's say they'll s- probably move up to like seven. Yeah, six, somewhere seven. between six or seven. But I, and I'm not. I don't know. I'm not as convinced about the loser of Ohio State. If if it is Ohio State, if Michigan loses, I think they're out. Like I think the the playoff committee will penalize them. I'm not as convinced that an Ohio State loss keeps them in either. It's going to be really interesting to see because there's just too many teams with a good resume. And we're talking, we're going nine deep right now with one loss or less, which is a fantastic scenario for college football fans and an absolute nightmare for the college football That's interesting to see the, the NCAA using Michigan as a wild card in their back pocket. You know, if they lose, they're out. 
That's what I would it's, do if I was the playoff committee. Uh, coming up tomorrow, we've got Shafe, as we always do. We're going to preview Iowa and Nebraska as well as Ohio State and Michigan. Andrew Rogers, Robbie Lula, Shane Schillerberg will be back tomorrow.